Hello, residents of Meeple Town. This is Dean. Johnny Wright. And today we're looking at our second set of our top 50 games, looking at numbers 30 through 11. So thanks for joining us for episode number 21. Town, if you were here right now, you would see Dean with his hands in the air and his party pants on. You know why you're wearing your party pants and your hands? He's doing it right now. If you were here, he's putting his hands in the air, raising the roof, and that's actually for real. Yeah, yes. I'm as literally it were, raising the kids the roof. would say <laughs> back in 1990 something. I don't. Did you used to raise know, the roof? Wait, wait. I don't know why I have party pants on. I just wanted to say the words party pants. Oh. But did you raise the roof back in the day? Everybody raised the roof back in the day. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. You yep. know why you're excited though? I do, I do not. You were you know you excuse me. What am I what am I saying now? You're super excited because we nailed the Kenner Spill and Spill de Jars winners of 2019. Crushed it. Yeah. So what do you think? Are you pretty excited that Just won and Wingspan won? Uh, I'm not surprised. Um, although so here's the thing. I tend to there's always a surprise thing that happens in Spiel de Jars for me. Uh, I'm, I'm always surprised at something that happens. And so I was going into this thinking, like, for sure these are going to win. But I also probably wouldn't have been surprised if something else won. But that's just me. I would have been maybe upset if Llama won, but... So you would have been surprised... You wouldn't have been surprised that it wasn't... Like if Werewords won. Yeah. I would have said, okay, I understand that. Because it's a fun game, too. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I, I thought that these, to me, seem like the ones that uh, had the best chance of winning. I thought it looked like it was they got to win, right? Because I mean, I, I just feel like they're the superior games. It feels like it. But then you're ready to be blindsided by them picking something else, is what you're saying. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah. because we're I'm not always on the same wavelength as the committee. I don't think. You don't send your th- thinky waves through the air. In over to Germany, I do and so not. they think of what you think of. I don't. Okay, but I would say these are probably the games I would have picked. I think I said that in that the Spiel des Jahres episode. These are probably the games that I would have picked, even if there were you know, like no recommendations or anything. No like way, that. really? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe you're like you sounded really definitive. You're like these are the games that we're gonna pick. Really. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not looking at all the games that were played last year. I'm not saying these are necessarily <laughs> but you really like these games favorite a lot. games of last year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do. I like them a lot. Yeah. I understand. I like them a lot, too. Though I don't own either one of them. Because Wingspan I can't get. Unless I want to pay a million dollars. Man, you still can't. I'll and... sell you mine for a thousand. That's a deal. <laughs> yeah, I If know. you're looking to pay a million dollars, I'll sell it to you for a thousand. That's a deal. Let's do it. And then just one I just haven't purchased. But I do think that that would be a great one for family and when friends just that don't play games come over, just pull that one out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can get some good, good deals one. on that one, too. Yeah. Yeah. But well, is that what we're talking about today? That is, well, I mean, briefly. <laughs> <laughs> that is what we talked about today. 
<laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it, man. All right. So we are looking at our second set of our top 50 games. So we'll we'll cover our next 20 games on this episode. Next episode, we're going to be looking at our top 10 games. Then we'll be doing a, a full review in that episode as well. Um, but we want to lay some uh, a little bit more groundwork here to let you know that, as John always says, this is for fun. You are allowed to yell at your radio if you think that's fun. You are that's not right. allowed to send us hate mail or to, <laughs> to send me hate mail. Send John whatever you want, but my, my picks are actually good. I think everyone out there is going to agree with all of my picks. So I think we have a rogue troll on the interwebs. I told <laughs> Dean before we started this, like as soon as we've put out our, um, cause we honestly like, and thank you Meeple town. We get a lot of thumbs up on like YouTube and stuff. And we've, I think our like ratio is like 98% or something. But for some reason, like whenever we've put these top 50 games, like someone's gone and like thumbs down it like immediately within yeah. like 30 views. Like who's doing that? <laughs> and it's, I think it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> I think it's so funny. Then I go on all my Google profiles and thumbs it up like in your face. <laughs> It's so oh, fun. Dude. I love it. I love it. So we, but we really do like it. This is, this is really fun for us. And if you don't agree with us, I think that's cool. Go on our board game and geek guild 3407 and post, you know, your next 20, your whole top 50. We want to hear from you and we want to interact with you about this. So, yeah. You know, the other thing that I thought about is there are actually several games that I've played since making this, this list, several, two that I can think of that would have made this list i think um, do you mind sharing them now or should you wait until something else because we might know, review. We'll, we'll do it next year um no it'll one will be a spoiler i'll say okay. one one is aeon's end that uh i i'm pretty sure that would have been in my top 50 i think so especially with the i'll have a video review out of uh, uh the new age this week and yeah, that that expansion is really fun, but it's also a standalone, so you can play with just that. I just Aeon Zen is a fun, fun deck builder. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it, so I'm pretty sure that would have made my top fifty. And uh, the other one, I'll kind of get to in a roundabout way in the next episode. So you'll just have to wait. Interesting for that cliffhanger. Oh, I think I know what that one is. You do. Yeah, yeah you for sure do. But I think I'll get to it before you. <laughs> I might have another one in there too that I I can't think of off off the bat. What about you? Do you have any that that you've played since then? Um, just the the one that I think that you're talking about, but it'll kind of be covered in this game if in my list if it's the truth. Oh, okay, I so. got you. All Winky right, face, I yeah. got you. Read you loud and clear. I he's shooting winks over here. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna get to we're gonna start with our number thirty and. Let's I'll go first so that you can go last. You, I had to good. go. I went last last time, yeah. I think. So I'll let you um, go last this time. Oh, that means I'm gonna have to go first for our top ten, and you're gonna be. You're oh yeah, I wasn't really be being one. nice. I was just trying to set myself up for victory <laughs> next time. Sabotage. That's all right. You can go ahead and start. Really untrue. I was just trying to be a nice guy, Dean. <laughs> all right. All right. So number thirty is a game that has already been on Dean's list. Uh, it's got zombies. It's on the Dean's list. It's, like it is it. on the Dean's list. It's got Cthulhu. It has Zeppelins. What game am I talking about, Dean? Zombicide. No, it's not accurate. <laughs> Oz, Australia. Australia from Martin Wallace. Um, I've got this pretty high here, uh, number 30. And that's because, um, you know, I like 
it's one of my favorite, uh, I think, semi-co-op games that I've played. Yeah. It's really cool. I like how it has, as Dean really likes in games, maybe if you wouldn't watched our Abomination uh, YouTube video, he said he really loves how Euro-style mixed with heavy theme of Meritrash, like just kind of squeezed together. And that's a lot of what this feels like. You've got, it definitely has a Euro-style gameplay, yeah. but then you have this heavy theme of Cthulhu and you're going out and you're attacking animals, I mean animals, uh, monsters. And the, the fun part, I like like the decisions that you're making like why you're playing the game because you're like uh should i attack this person even though it doesn't really help me right now i might get a few victory points but i also don't want it to destroy dean's base mm -hmm. because if he gets destroyed then i'm then cthulhu is going to win or the board's going to win we're going to lose so all of that kind of stuff is just it's fun it's a really good game i was really surprised by this one this is one of my surprises of maybe my surprise of last year actually um like I, it was the one game that I thought, okay. The only reason I really wanted to play it was because of Martin Wallace, and I heard other people like it, and then I was like, wow, this is great. Yeah, I, you know, I've been thinking about, I've been pondering on my my gaming experiences over the last couple of weeks as we've been working on this list, and one of the things that really stuck out to me in in the games that I like to play, I know that I like thematic games. Yeah. But I've realized how much I really enjoy thematic euros as well, and so that's Australia is is that very much. I yeah. think it's a it's a ton of fun, and actually I've got several games today that are also, or at least a couple that are pretty thematic euros. It's seven point six on um, BGG, so that's actually pretty high score. By yeah. The way. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so my number 30, actually, this has been on John's list. I've got a lot of games that will not be on his list, but this is one of one of the ones that is, and one that we've already talked about this episode. What? Wingspan. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. you've already done Australia. You can't <laughs> give it a score twice. Nope. No, but Wingspan is a... Elizabeth number 30? Number 30. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I thought you it was, was going to be higher. I thought it was going to be way higher than yeah, that, Yeah, this is one that is... Uh, okay, pause in the episode... 50 this is top 50 games at any moment some of these can be in you know different orders i guess wingspan is a really really fun game so the fact that it's 30 doesn't take anything away from that i mean it's still top 50 out of all the games that i've ever played so that's really high but right. also you know to, i don't know next year when we do this list it's very possible that this could be much higher because i i see a lot of plays of wingspan so it may soar up the list yeah but this is uh, elizabeth hargrave hargrave we've already talked about all that stonemeyer games and uh, a slew of really good artists uh Yaramio and and rojas and sobel and man this game is just fun and it i think this is a thematic euro i mean you're the 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 theme and the birds really comes out and the locations that they're played and the special effects that they have uh, hunting is a really fun thing in this game. I think I'd really enjoy that piece where you're like, if you get a, a hawk out and the special ability when it triggers is that you're going to draw a card. And if it's this certain size, you get to you get tuck to it under your card. I like that a lot. So it's interesting that you enjoy hunting, even though you are a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What are you hunting for mushroom for morels? No, for birds. I know. I'm just, I'm just not going to eat. Them. I like that the part too of, of the game. I think that's pretty nice. Yeah. I've already talked about it, so I think it's a good game. Wingspan, it's a great game. Alrighty, number 29 for me is a absolute classic. It's been around since 2008. I thought I'd been around a little bit longer than that. That's what it says on the BGG, and BGG's right. Dominion. Yeah. Dominion is the classic deck-building game. 
that's a pretty strong statement, but it pretty much is. I mean, you're yeah. if you're interested in deck building games and you've never played Dominion, you got it's probably not happened actually. <laughs> if you like deck building games, you've probably played Dominion, and it is a fun, it a classic game. It is ranked number seventy five overall on BGG for a reason. I you know I really like it. Yeah, I love the pureness of this game too. Yeah. I may or may not be talking about this later. Yeah, Dominion number twenty nine. Have some funs playing that. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Okay, Go right. for it. Um, my number 29 is a game I don't think John has played, which is quite a shame. It is uh, designer uh, Peter Lee and Rodney Thompson. This is a Wizards of the Coast game. The the kind of a quintessential uh, uh, worker placement game. Maybe Lords not of Waterdeep. Yeah. Yep. You I have know, not played that actually. Man, that's but, a that's a crying shame. I don't, is that is, is that actually is that's probably one of the games, maybe my number one game that everybody's played but me, and I I just I feel like I'm going to be disappointed, so I've never wanted to play it. Yeah. I mean, I want to play. Let me rephrase that. I've never been like, yes, I've got to play it because I feel like I'm going to be like, oh. like when did that come out? It was released in 2012, so it's been out a, a, a decent amount of time. I thought it's been out a little bit longer than that, yeah. And it's not its not like the grandfather of worker placements or anything like that, uh, but I do think that, um, I, I, I think this is one of the, you just talked about Dominion, and it's kind of a, a pure form of deck building. This is very much a pure form of, of worker placement. Um, the, the variety comes in the buildings that come out and the quests that you get, and you also start off with these, uh, the whatever they're called i forget what they're called they're your like your starting card that shows you that you get more points for going on these certain types mm. of quests i might love it like i, I now i want to play it it's a lot of fun <laughs> a lot of fun it is my go-to I've, I've got some buddies that if we uh if if there's nothing going on on a night and we can't get together this is the go-to app that we play lords of Waterdeep. it's it's just a lot of fun i really enjoy it i i really enjoy it with the expansions but for me i don't have to play with the expansions i think most of the time when my wife and i play i think we probably just play the base game uh, we've played with the expansion some but we don't always have to play with it so uh, i know a lot of people disagree with that they think you have to have the expansions in there i just think it's really fun and it's not a quick game but if you know what you're doing you can move through it pretty quickly lords well, of Waterdeep. there you go i'm gonna play that someday sunday Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. All right. Yours was better. Okay, number 28 on the list is a game that is, I'm going to th- say, it's probably my lightest game left on this list. It's like a medium light kind of weight. It's played under an hour generally. Um, it's by J. Alex Kevern, and that is, I'm trying to see if Dean can guess it. I got quick. nothing. Oh, you, you own it. And I've tried to trade you for it, and you won't trade me for it. What is it? I've tried to trade you that, multiple times for it. I can't think who that designer is. Tasty what? Mistral. Uh, nothing. <laughs> My mind is just going black. Oh, you should see his face right now, Evil Dead. Is, is that... Uh, Gold West. Oh, Gold West. Right, right, right. Gold okay. West, baby. <laughs> yep. Yeah, don't do that to me, okay? Can Funny I, enough. I'm going to do that to you, but you not do that to me. Gold West is not on my list, so... Yeah, I know. That's why I, you should trade me. <laughs> it's like you're obligated to trade me. Um, anyway, no, I'm just kidding. So, Gold West, I love this game because it's like a... Like I said, it's like a medium lightweight game. It's super easy to... T- it's pretty easy to teach. Um, and it just reminds me kind of like a Feld. Like, just the, the, the choices that you're making... Um, Definitely not overly complex, but they kind of, they build to a really good score or not a very good score. And if you've not played this, 
Like, uh, first of all, Tasty Minstrel comes out with a lot of really good games. If you haven't played this, this is a really fun game. Yeah. I like Gold West a lot. Yeah, it is. It is. And this is, uh, I don't know how far outside of my top 50, but it's obviously not in my top 50. But it's not. You, you mentioned, I mean, TMG makes really good games, but also the components are really good. Yep. And even in this game where, you know, the, the components don't have to be that well made. I guess, you know, there, there's a lot of cardboard disc and wooden disc and things like that, but like they just even in in a game that doesn't have to have a lot of like really good components they screen printed those uh, wagons i just i think it's cool except it's, for those buggy wagons those are annoying trying to put them on that one yeah track. the board spots a little bit small for those but but i'm i'm so i'm excited i really want to try rolled west i know we're talking about our top 30 but i'm not a big roll and write fan but i don't know i think this is just, i don't know why I know, so you know it's those games that you just don't know exactly why you really like it. You know, mm-hmm. I just think I like the decisions that you're making, and I and I wanted to have a game high up, fairly high up here that was not super heavy, yeah. for sure. And I'm not saying the rest of them are by any stretch, but yep, it's a fun game. All right, my number twenty eight is a game by Bezier Games, and the designer is Ted Alspach. Art is also by Alspach and Franz and Tim, and that is suburbia. Ah, I was trying to figure it out because I thought you might like try to make me figure it out. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to put you on the spot like like you did me. But oh, yeah. so all right, let me. Uh, you know, I was just talking about how I like thematic Euro games. This game is that very much so. I always always have like fun laughing times at the end of this game which seems like you wouldn't have that but really fun yeah because like you times? look back and say like oh man my city is like this or you know your city is is so much better at this piece of it like you just built up all these office buildings i don't know what it is but i just i really enjoy the theme part of this where you can look back and say like i often build a lot of slums in in suburbia because i'm trying to gain a lot of money i i rarely win this game because i i'll get a lot of money but i won't have high reputation because i've you know and that makes sense as well yeah (laughs) all of those things make sense but it's just this game makes me laugh it's a hoot it's it's but it's a euro game so i really enjoy it i've taught it to new players that can i say they can catch on really easily because like the theme of it is easy to grasp because you are building up this city. The thing that makes it not as enjoyable for some people is the the upkeep, you know, because you know, this tile triggers this tile, which triggers this tile, and then like you have to keep up with this. Now the the there are 3D pieces that you can print and put those on Have you done that? tiles. I have not because really? I actually got rid of my copy of this game. Surprise, surprise. Because of the collector's edition that's coming out. I backed the collector's oh, edition. Oh, that's why so. that's right. I was gonna say getting rid of your twenty eighth yeah, no, 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 no. I was no. gonna say I know you really like this one. Yeah, this this one's coming straight back to my collection, and I I haven't got to play it since I've gotten rid of it. But I'm really pumped that it's gonna be coming out here in the next I think couple months. So there you go, That's suburbia, love it. Well, my number twenty seven I think is gonna be higher on Dean's list for sure. It is the classic, one of the classic games of all time. Um, Puerto Rico. Yeah. Yep. That's higher on your list. <laughs> I love some Puerto Rico, yeah. Oh, man. I, I mean, I just remember, like, after Catan, this was one, I think this was the next game that really, like, got me hooked into the hobby. Like, yeah. I was just like, 
oh, like I do remember the first time I played this, I was like, oh my goodness, my head just like, it was swimming. In fact, this is kind of funny. Um, I, it's been years since, it had been years since my wife and I had played Puerto Rico and she's like, I don't like that game. But after like five more years or I don't know how long, maybe longer than that of playing all kinds of games, we went back like maybe a couple months ago and played Puerto Rico. She's like, oh my gosh, I was like, I didn't know how to play that game. <laughs> like it yeah, was, yeah. It was just I had like, the same experience. Yeah, she was just like, oh, that's pretty, not that hard at all. And it was just so funny to to, to do that. But man, Puerto Rico, I mean, yeah, I think most people on here have probably played it. If you haven't played it, it's 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 a great game. Yeah. I still like it to this day. Like I, I wondered if I would go back and play it and be kind of like, because I hadn't, I probably hadn't played it in a year. Mm, I probably played this once a year. Yeah. I, I play it I play the app version of this a decent amount uh, but I also play the physical copy at least once a year usually and yeah I, I enjoy how the, the the way the buildings go out along with those plantation tiles yeah. all of that how I like they the roles together. and what you're trying to decide which role and you're trying to take the roles that are going to give you the most points and give your opponents the least amount of points yeah. like especially when you're taking those captains and you're trying to sail and you're like okay when's the optimal time to set sail? So I get the most points and they don't and all that. That's that's fun. It's a fun fun decisions and it will always have a place in my heart. Me too. I, okay, I have to share a quick story. All right, sit down, get ready, everyone. Oh, oh <laughs> so the story first, dean. Is. The, <laughs> the first time, so I had a similar experience where Catan was everything I knew. So I, I stumbled upon Board Game Geek and I looked at the top, you know, 10 oh, list I know or whatever. Story. And so I ended up picking up Agricola because I think it was the number one game at the time, somewhere around there. And I got uh, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico I got first. But with Puerto Rico, I brought it to a game night where all we had ever played is Catan and, and like Risk, I think. And so I sat down to teach them Puerto Rico. No kidding, it took me an hour to teach the game. <laughs> and by the time we were getting done, they were like fin- or like getting started to play the game. They were finishing up their game of Catan. And everybody's experience was miserable that night. Everyone was like, "Dang it! What did Dean wrote me into playing yeah, this game?" Yeah, because for I didn't real. know what I was doing. But I, and it makes me so sad because some of those guys they will not play Puerto Rico with me, like ever, or not just with me. They won't play the game because of that really bad you experience. Just ruined it for them. Yeah, and so it really bums me out because now I mean I can teach the game in no time. We the group of of guys that I get uh, together with once a year to go to out to a cabin. They're not all like super gamers. But we can all play this game really easily. We just really like it. There you go. Puerto yep. Rico, fantastical game. So now I won't have anything to talk about when I get to that. I, I, I just thought about that as you were saying <laughs> that. No, I've got more stories. I've got more Puerto Rico stories. Just get ready. All right. That was number 27? I think so, yeah. All right. So my number 27 is a game that this one can shoot up and up and down the list. Because I, I teach this game a lot. But it's Sheriff of Nottingham. And this is by uh, Sergio Holoban and Andre Zotz. Sheriff of Nottingham is that high. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. It's on, on any given day, this game can be a, like a top 10 game because I just love this game so much. But it is uh, by Arcane Wonders. This is one of those uh, Dice Tower Essential games. And in Sheriff of Nottingham, everybody has their little uh, bag and they have cards and they are trying to smuggle goods past the sheriff and so what happens is you take your bag you put some cards in there and you say all right sheriff i'm coming into the town with five chickens and you hand them the bag and you have to put five cards in there but they don't have to be five chickens you can put you know two chickens you can put uh other goods but what you're really trying to do 
is smuggle these uh, these goods like crossbows and you know all these all these things that you're not supposed to get this contraband that you're not supposed to get into the town into Nottingham, and you're trying to be sneaky about it. So you can just hand it to them, and if they're you know threatening to open up the bag, you can say, wait 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 wait, I'll give you you know five dollars and and just make sure you don't open that bag or pay him money to open somebody else's bag. It's just a hoot. This game is a hoot and I love it. I love to teach to a lot of different people and I've had a great success with this game. Now it's a game where you're better off if you do try to sneak some of that contraband and lie. It just makes the experience a lot more fun. But I've played with people who don't. They tell the truth the entire time. I don't think their experience is as good but they still can do that if they wanted to. But I love this game. I love the fact that you have said hoot three times at least in this episode. It, I mean if there's a word that describes this game better there's not. There's not There's not a word that describes this game better than a hoot. When we open up next episode, you may be dressed as an owl. That's all I'm going to say <laughs> because of how much Have you Have you doing. played this game? Yes. It's been a really long time, though. Okay. I rem- I've, it's probably been five years since I played this game. I remember thinking it was pretty fun for what it was, but I wasn't overly excited about it. But uh, I would like to play it again, though. So I haven't played <laughs> it. I mean, I haven't played it since. So, I mean, I'd, I, I, yeah, I thought that was kind of fun making those... My wife doesn't like games where you're trying to deceive people and stuff, so that <clears throat> you know. It's, I get it. It, it, it. That's why I don't. Ha- that's probably why we don't have it as a family game. Yeah, she yeah. played it, I think, but she's only played it once, I think. So I don't know. It's de- it's definitely not for everybody, but I quite enjoy it. Sweet. Sure. All right, number twenty six. I'm not so sure sometimes when I say these numbers <laughs> here. Um, is a Stefan Feld game that is ranked number 72 overall on Board Game Geek, and that is Trajan. Trajan, not Trajan Forum. Not Trajan Forum, <laughs> just straight up Trajan. Um, yeah. How? Uh, well, maybe we, I can ask this after this. I want to know how many Felds you have on your list. Um, Probably not as many as I think. Not as many as you think. I okay. honestly... Mm, I can't remember. Three or four. Okay. I have three or four in my list. No, definitely four. Okay. It's definitely four. Anyway, you know, I haven't really been describing some of these games because they're just kind of class. Some of these are classic Euro style, and you probably don't want to sit here and me talk about all the different actions that you can do on Trajan. <laughs> um, but, you know, you're you're developing, like, what? The, you're in the city, and you're doing developments on this game, and you're trying to gain, like, influence and power and stuff like that, and you're going to this Mancala. I like the Mancala action kind of yeah. thing on, on yeah. Trajan a lot. That's one of the things I, I like. Um it's actually been a month or two. You let me borrow this. I can't remember. It's been a couple months since I've played this, so I'm in my brain even trying to think about all the different things that you do. Uh, but anyways, it's a. I'm just going to say it's a fun, really fun Feld. I quite enjoy Trajan. It's a classic. It's ranked number 72 overall for a reason. Yeah. You like it? Yeah, I, I quite like this game. I, I For the same reasons the Mancala I like. And just the different pads. I mean, it's, it's a lot... I say this not in a negative way. It's a lot like a lot of fields, right? Where you're, yeah. there's different things that you can do to be able to gain points. That that point salad nature, but I think it is. I think it's cool. The tiles that you get, the Trajan tiles, I like that. Um, I like that quite a bit too. Just yeah, yeah. Uh, Yep, that's it. It just he, there's uh, not a lot of Mancala type games out there. I guess Crusaders and like Five Tribes, but this one is uh, Gold West is kind of. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I kind of had them pretty close to each other. I like the I like the man call style. Yeah, me too. Maybe I should have. Um, you know, when we did the one of the mechanisms that we want to see more in games, maybe we should have said that. We did it on the what's that called? 
I'm not gonna say it. What do you mean you're not gonna say it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But like, the, the, I'm saying what is that? No, no. I'm saying what was that thing that we first whatever? What's the thing that on? <laughs> Why are you looking at? I really crazy? don't know what you're talking about. Okay. What is a YouTube video thing that we were that we were on? Underutilized mechanisms. That's what it was. I know, but what is that called? What is the oh, YouTube? Oh. <laughs> Favorite oh game, gosh. favorite game Friday. I, I'm totally drawing a blank on favorite game Fridays, <laughs> and Dean and I are on two entirely different wavelengths, looking at each other crazy, like trying to. I was trying to send the. Waves. I forgot we had done that video. Yeah, so the favorite game Friday that they you just send in like this really uh, small clip, and one of them was underutilized mechanisms, and we said I, bag building. Oh, we both said bag building, which is true. We like bag building too. Yeah. Hey, speaking of bag building. Oh, segue time. How about that? We didn't even plan this out. Nope. Number 26. Yep. You want to guess? Uh, Orleone. That's exactly right. And ah. that is a Reiner Stockhausen game. Art by the amazing Clemens Franz, who's done art on probably several games on these lists, I would imagine. But in Orleans, you are you are like deck building, except you are putting pieces into a bag, and you're drawing those out and placing them on different locations. When you do that, you can... Trigger different things like you can explore when you you know trigger these uh, exploring actions, or you can it can allow you to take different tiles into your bag and move up on these different tracks. This is the first; it's the first bag builder that I played. I guess it's not necessarily the first. Maybe like Puzzle Strike is is a bag builder in that sense. But that anyway, this is a very unique style of, of game, and and actually I don't think that there's enough of these games. You know, there's there's Quacks of Quedlingburg, there's Altiplano. Can't really think of much else out there. Have you played The Wizard Always Wins? No. But everyone puts it into one bag, but you're still trying to build up you having more of your pieces in there. Oh, okay. It's no, a fun family game. I haven't played that one, but Orleans is, is probably heavier than that, I would imagine. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and I don't, But I don't think Orleans is, is that heavy necessarily. If you've played Deck Builders, this game's going to be very familiar. Uh, so it's, it's one that I, I quite enjoy. I really enjoy it, and that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. I know you like this game a lot. I sure do. Number 25 for me is a game that uh, I think Dean mentioned earlier or mentioned on some podcast. Uh, we were talking about games that really need expansions to really shoot up there, and I think he was talking about Champions of Midgard. And I, in the same vein, feel like that about this game. That is Raiders of the North Sea by Shim Phillips. I, if you're just talking about the base game, it's not on my list for sure. But when you add multiple expansions to this game, it gets really fun and a decent amount thinky. And in Raiders of the North Sea, if you've never played it, you're going raiding and it's a super Euro style game. Uh, it's cool because you place down a worker and you do that action and then you pick up a worker that's on another action so you have these decisions that you're making and you can really get hosed if the player before you doesn't put a worker where you want them to put it or takes the one that you really want because then you're like dang it that's what I really wanted to do um, but yeah I think when you add all the expansions to this Raiders of the North Sea is really fun and I'll also say that even though it wouldn't be on my list with the base game it is a great um, I, you definitely like a gateway game like I would say if you're this is as simple as um Gold West for sure if you're just talking about the base game. I've used it uh, yeah, I've used it with people who haven't played a lot of games and I'm, they didn't do great but they understood how to play. Yeah, yeah I think the trickiness comes in like the different colored workers I would imagine is 
Yeah. I, I people mess that up. Yeah. I have. I've but it, but it's, you're right. It's it's not difficult. You know, I've been playing the. They have an app version of this now. Yeah. And I've been playing that a lot. You like uh, it? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And they even have like this kind of campaign esque mode that kind of changes some rules from game to game. So like you might that's cool. just have the harbors available or you know some other rule is tweaked. So that's that's been fun. I really enjoy that. Love, it is, is just the game. base game in the in the app version. But I, I enjoy just the base game. But you're right. I think having everything in there really amps it up. It does. This was on your list already, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, 25 Raiders of the North Sea with all the expansions, or at least a couple of them. All right. So, uh, I am at my number 25, and it is my... F- I'm wanting to say maybe my first Eric Lang game mentioned, but mm. I'll go ahead and say it will not be my last one even mentioned today. And uh, oh, okay. I-, I would say Eric Lang is probably the... The designer most on my list, I think. So, as you, how many That's, Eric Lang games do you have? Maybe five. Wow. Maybe. I I, no, I need to go like back and look at my list. I'll do that in a little bit later. It was it was a good voice. Um, I'll, I actually didn't like it. I'll go back and look. I reject my own voice. <laughs> you want me to? You want me to edit that out? Can you slap me? Yeah. No. No. Never mind. <laughs> ah! <laughs> All right, so Eric Lang and <laughs> sound effects, baby, and a slew of other designers on here as well. But this is uh, from Come On Games, which a lot of Eric Lang games are. And this is Arcadia Quest. Now, mm. Arcadia Quest has been as high as in the top ten of my list, but it's dropped a little bit mainly because I can't get this to the table as often. Uh, there's uh, the people I play with don't like this game as much. Setup is kind of a bear. And it is a campaign style game, so you do have to have to. And it's not a really long campaign game, but you do have to kind of commit to play through this campaign. But Ar- Arcadia Quest, what you are doing is you take on the role of of uh, three characters, and each of those characters has special abilities, and you're going around and you're trying to knock out the other character, other uh, players' characters, and um, you're also trying to to complete these different quests that come up in each campaign so then the you know the maps change and all the you know there are some rules that change as you go along and i i really enjoy this now i only have arcadia quest um the base and then the the uh beyond the threshold those that expansion i don't have the inferno version of this game but there's a lot a lot of stuff in here and you can especially if you get some of the expansion characters you know, there's a lot of different ways of, of changing up the game and playing through the campaign multiple times. It just it changes. So I enjoy it. Arcadia Quest, you have not played this game. I have not played it, but I would enjoy playing it. I would enjoy trying it. Let yeah. me rephrase that. I've yeah. wanted to play that one. I don't know if you think I would like it. Maybe. Maybe. We'll play. Let's we'll, do it. <laughs> we'll you know, how many times do we say, I want to play that game? Well, we'll play it, and we never play it. This is one that I... I I just want to play this game so much more. I also I spent a lot of time painting up my game, this game, uh, the base game. I haven't painted anything else beyond the base game, but uh, except for his face, you spend that much. You paint your face sometimes. You, that's weird. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, you spend that much time. I don't even like. I don't know how to move on from that statement. It makes me uncomfortable. You should see his face. Like he looks so like. What's happening right now? You win. You win, John. Um, but you see, I spent so much time painting this up to not have played it as much as I want to. So that's I. I want to play this game anytime, if anything, just so that I can feel like I painted it for good reason. 
I just whenever I see, I, I was just thinking back to our like church get together where you got makeup painted on your face by somebody. <laughs> and I keep right. thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, and you had a bow in your hair. I, I did, think, right? So that was cute. I did. It was adorable. Yes, it was. All right. So my number twenty-four is an absolute classic. It is ranked twenty-six overall on Board Game Geek. So really, really close with the Board Game Geek community. Um, it is a classic. It's been around since two thousand seven. Dean mentioned it earlier. But he didn't mention it in the sense of it was on his list, and that is he's looking. He's looking. I got nothing. I can't. Uva Rosenberg. Oh, uh, uh, Agricola. Yeah, Agricola. Okay. Yeah. So an Agricola, you're a farmer. You're basically putting a worker down, and it has an action that you can perform, like uh, you know, wish for children and try to get more workers, or or harvest, or all these different. Actually, harvest happens at the end of the different rounds. But you're just sitting there putting. It's so. It's actually simple. Fairly simple to teach, but oh my gosh, it is a tough game to master. It is tough, and I have not mastered Agricola. I score a pooey a lot of times whenever I play this game. Yeah, but you're and you just you're just taking your worker, you're placing it and doing that action. But man, it's tight. It's so hard to be as efficient as you really want to be. I feel like in this game, um, I'm sure there are people. There are tons of people that have mastered it who know the right paths to take. If someone goes here, I should go here. But I am not that person. Uh, The first time I played this game, I scored like nothing. It was so bad. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. And you can do that, and that can be a frustrating experience. But, you know, really, the the cards that come out kind of dictate what you do anyway. And so, you know, you say that somebody can master it, which I guess, you know, obviously, if you've played this game, you're going to destroy somebody who hasn't. But it really just depends on what cards come out and you're going to have to cater your gameplay to kind of fit. And if you don't, you will lose miserably. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. This is a fun game. I like it too. That's, I'm glad that you pointed that out because that is a huge part, which may be why I don't score as well because maybe I don't cater it as much as I should. <laughs> I try to, but I fail a lot of times. But I still think Agricola is just a classic, really fun game. That's why it's hit number 24 on my list. All right, so my number 24 is a game that was designed in 1876. There is no designer listed on here. My head just popped up. <laughs> Probably the oldest game on our list, I would imagine. That's Crokinole. It's definitely the oldest game on our yeah. list. <laughs> so Crokinole, you have this uh, big wooden board, a round board, and you are flicking these discs, trying to get them, uh, trying to get them in the in the hole in the center of the board, but also just trying to get points and knock other players' discs out. The first time I played this game was in a tournament. I signed up to play in this tournament. I had never played the game before, and so we practiced for like a full day leading up to this tournament, and I took second place in the doubles category that is why it's on the list it is just because you (laughs) took second place in that and then i played again in the next year's tournament and got just hammered just destroyed but it's it's the really really fun game uh one that we have we have a board and we pull it out every once in a while and the the boys can play with this it's fun i want to play that yeah never done yeah you will like this game i think i i don't most people like this game no it's not you know heavy like strategy game it's very different than any other game that we're talking about it's like in the billiards category kind of thing but it sits on the tabletop and it is a board so it's a board game <laughs> it's on my list i felt like you were trying to sell me on the fact that it's a board game right <laughs> and it's on board game geek it's actually ranked 76 overall you're still trying to sell me i'm i'm, I'm i think it's i'm down with saying it's a board game it's for the person yelling at the radio right now that doesn't agree with me gotcha all right my number 23 
is a game that I played probably two or three months ago for the first time, and I played with Jonathan and Dean, and we all sat uh, one room over from where we're sitting right now, and everyone just went, oh my gosh, that was a great game. And it has a deluxified version of it. It's another tasty minstrel game in that it is Stefan Risthaus, mm-hmm. I think. Stefan. Stefan. I mean, that's it. Yeah, my bad. That's Gintus or Gentus, but I think it's Gentus. Okay. Gentus is an amazing game. Ah! It is. Uh, it is a kind of a civilization game. We talked about this on our podcast. I'm not going to go... It's a little abstracted out, I think. Uh, yeah, a little bit. But yeah. I think one of the, the cruxes or one of the really cool parts about this game is whenever you're picking up to take actions, you have to pick up uh, time. And so some actions take more time, and you have to fill that on your player board. So instead of having... I don't know exactly how many slots there are, but instead of having maybe 10 slots or something like that, you could do an action that fills up two of those 10 and then you're like, oh, this would be really great, but you know, I don't want to use the time. And there's also ways to unlock more time as the game progresses. You're matching symbols on these cards that you're doing, which is really fun. And I think this is a really, really fun game. Um, I'm kind of surprised it's this high on my list, but every time I think back to what I'd rather play, I'd really like to play this game more, and I haven't played as much as I should. It's an amazing game. Yeah, I yeah we've done a video of this, and you know that I love this game as well. So. We have not done a video of this. So. I mean, we talked about it. On, <laughs> sorry, we talked about it on the on the podcast. Oh. Yep, we should have done a video of this. It's, it's you're right. We should have too. probably because we don't. You have it now. Yeah, I do have it now. Maybe one day we can. <laughs> but we did talk about it on the podcast, and I love this game. Yep. All right, so my next game is another come on game, and this is uh, by Raphael uh, Guten. Uh, Gulton and John Baptiste uh, Lulian and Ralph. John the Baptist? Yep. Nope. Sweet. And this is uh, Zombicide. I put Zombicide Black Plague, although all the Zombicide games are really fun to me. I think Black Plague is uh, mechanically my favorite version of the game, but there's a second edition that's about to be released. Uh, I guess they're going to kickstart later this year, if I remember right. And so I, I think it uses a lot of the same mechanics that are in Black Plague, uh, but it's it's that modern setting but in this one I'm not going to go into a lot of explanation you are rolling you're running around the board killing zombies rolling dice to kill the zombies picking up different weapons uh, and trying to complete the different scenarios I have had so much fun playing this game in the past I just I have some this is uh, my buddy Steven's I think it's his favorite game and so we've played this game quite a bit and I love it every time and in fact we are constantly talking about how we don't get to play this one as much now again not high strategy just high theme a lot of like yelling standing up and yelling as you roll the dice moments in this game a lot of fun and this is another one that i painted up my black plague version of this game got it all painted up and i just need to play it more i love Uh, it i'm surprised it's this low on your list i thought zombicide might be a top 10 game for you uh again these are games that i love you you know i mean it's it's not yeah not top 10 but it's you know 23 is 23? Is that, that, right? that That's true. I forgot that we're already up to 23. Yeah. That's right. That's, that's right. That's pretty high. Um, And I've never played Zombicide, actually. So there you go. I'll play it one day, I'm guessing, because you and Steven and, all, and a lot of folks like it. So. Yeah. Uh, my number 22, is that where we're at right now then? Yep. 22 is better than Zombicide, even though I've never played Zombicide. 
<laughs> I thought you might appreciate that. It is another Uwe Rosenberg game. It's been around since 2008. It's ranked number 41 overall on Board Game Geek, and that is Lahav. I like to look at your face whenever we're mm-hmm. whenever we're making. Um, I'm doing this because you're trying to figure it out. Lahav is a pure economic game. You're trading this resource for that resource, getting this building that'll give you this action, and then you're getting boats, and it's just like a, it's just so economic. You're just sitting there trying to figure out how the best way um, to build these things, the best buildings to get to score the most points, or to get the most coins and all this stuff, and it's it's a lot going on on the board, but it's not really all that, I don't think it's that complicated. I think it's, what is it, 3.75 here on um, Board Game Geek. I, it's a really fun game. Have you played this? I've played the app version, but it was one of those things where I played it... Uh, I need to give it another chance, because I could see myself really liking this, but I just... I struggle sometimes to learn games on the app format. And yeah, I understand that. that. And, and like you can't see everything as well as I'd like to be able to. I want to play the physical copy, and, and I think I would enjoy this. Um, as we say in Tennessee, I play, I've played the duty out of the app. Yeah. I have. I've played a lot. Because you can, the app makes you, you can go through it pretty relatively quickly. And I just, I don't know, man. There's just something that keeps me coming back. I just want to keep getting those, the right buildings with the right resources in order to build the right ships and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's just, it's a fun, great economic game. All right. Well, my number 22 is another Eric Lang game. And it's another Come On Games. The art is by Nicholas Fructus and Kopinski and Wright, and that is The Godfather Corleone's Empire. Man, this game you love is, this game. Yeah. Okay, going back to what I said earlier, again, a thematic Euro, and this game is exactly that. It's it's fun, it's worker placement, but the, the worker placement is a little bit different because when you're placing in these spots... Uh, if you can kind of shake down the front of a, of a location or the back, depending on where you place your workers, you can also, those workers can get kicked off the board. They can, uh, they can be killed off and sent to the, to the Hudson to sleep with the fishes. And this game is, is just fun. I love it. It's, I would like to play this because of how much you guys like this game. Yeah, it's fantastic. I was really bummed at one of the last game days I went to, they were playing it, but I was already in the middle of a game and I didn't get to play because it's, it's been a minute since I've played this too, but I love it. There you go. All right, number 21 is a game that has flown up the charts for me, uh, and that was no pun. Um, maybe I, oh, I should have said has sailed up the charts uh, because of the box. <laughs> anyway, um, it's a game that we reviewed uh, on our second episode, maybe. I'm, I could be wrong, but I'm thinking on our second episode. And I remember Dean come over and we playing it, we played it, and we and we playing it. And I thought, it's okay. I liked it, for sure. But I, I didn't love it. But it's one of those games where the more you play it, you just go, gosh, this is good. And maybe it's because you begin to understand it a little bit more. I was a little bit anti how you score all the points at the end of the game. And... I think the more I just recognize, okay, I've got to ramp up for that in-game scoring and make sure I get the right tile in the winter at the end of the game. You know what this is, Dean. You're just <laughs> Before you head. said the tile, I was going to say Concordia and then I would, as a joke because I know it's much higher on your list, but you're talking about Keyflower. I am. It's ranked 50th overall. So I'm, I'm doing a lot here that are ranked pretty high on Board Game Geek, actually. But Keyflower, man, um, Richard Breeze, it's a it's a really fun game. Dean likes it a whole lot, too, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you will hear about that later. Oh, wow. Maybe. You like it even more than I do. Yeah, yeah. if you... Um, I, I need to play more games in the Key series. I do. I've played Key Harvest and Keyflower and 
maybe I just made a it. trade for Keeper, but oh, I want to play. We that. haven't played that one yet. Yeah, are you gonna, I've only played Key uh, Key Flower. Are you going to Keeper it for a while? Oh dear. Next. Can I move on to my next yep. one? Okay, thank you. All right, my number twenty-one is uh, Concordia. What? Yeah. It better be higher on your list. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Matt Gertz game. Uh, this is a uh, who did uh, PD Verlog uh, is one of the publishers for this game. Uh, this is a Rio Grande games here in the U.S. Uh, I, I don't want to talk about this a ton because I'm pretty sure this is going to be really high on John's list. It's not on list. my list. It's not but a top 50 game for me. This is a, a deck builder of sorts, and but you're doing that's that's kind of a. I mean, it's a smaller piece of it. It's important, though. It is. It's really important, but it's not like a, a deck builder that you might normally think of uh, because you're moving around and just trying to take over different locations. Card-based and, actions. Yeah, there's there's the resource management. There's lots of cool things going on in this game. It is often described as an elegant game, and I think that's a great uh, a great description. always wear my tux when I play it. <laughs> fancy, it's quite the fancy game. That is Concordia. All right, John, let's go ahead and take a break, and then we'll come back and look at the next 10 on our top 50. All right, back from a break and ready to roll. Ah, do you know what it's going to be, my number 20? Roll for the galaxy. Roll for the galaxy. That We had to take a break so that John could think that up. No, I did, it just came we to me right a, then. We took an hour and a half break. As soon as... <laughs> I've been I've been trying to figure it out for the last hour and a half. Yep, you caught me there. No, uh, Thomas Lehman, um, Rio Grande Games, Roll for the Galaxy. Man, it is a fun game. You know, you we mentioned that Concordia is elegant. I think there's an elegance to this game as well. Because it's just a fairly quick game that feels like you... Really, to me, you feel fulfilled. You, um, you're putting these tiles out and you're racing and it only can take like how long Dean like 45 minutes or something like that so sometimes? actually I just played this yesterday with uh, with our buddy Jonathan and I think I don't even think it took us 30 that minutes even maybe. I think it took us about 30 minutes and it just I just say Ellie because it flows really well together I feel like it's you're, it feels like it has a nice flow to the game um, you're rolling your dice and you're putting them in the spots why everybody else is doing that so there's not a ton of downtime in this game I mean I guess there is if you have if you're playing with like four people or whatever and you're waiting for them to you know do the different actions, but not I don't know you're kind of doing them all together though. We had one turn yesterday and it was me. I'm the one because I had I think seven dice to roll or something, maybe even yeah. more than that. And you don't often have that many, it seems like. And so I was rolling them I and I was I racking my brain and what to do. But I mean, even then it was maybe three minutes of waiting or something like that. But then everything else because it's all simultaneous. It, it's what I was saying. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, you, yeah, I mean, unless like someone's searching through for the cards for the you know, or picking trying to pick which one. Yeah, or the whatever. explore like, action probably that, slows it down more that, than anything. That would be one, but besides that, I mean, it's just it's smooth. Smooth is the right word. I feel like it's just smooth. It's it's a fun game, and it it may be the game that I'm best at. So that's why it's high. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I've beat you at this game, so I yeah. don't. I'm sure I have. Very few people have, and I'm not very good at games. So some reason this clicks with me. So it should have been number one, apparently, because I get trouts most of the time. <clears throat> well, all right. I don't, know how to, I don't know how to respond to that. We'll see. I might talk about that later. We'll see. Mm, okay. Potentially. Well, go ahead. Give me your Maybe number not. 20. My number 20 is Survive Escape mm. from Atlantis. I just took a drink of coffee. Really? Number 20 overall. And spit it out all over the place. <laughs> uh yeah, it is. Um, 
it's a great game. Julian Cortland Smith. This is published now by Stronghold Games, and this is a game that is you all are you have your meeples on an island, and the island is uh, just disappearing, and eventually it's going to explode with a volcano from somewhere in the center of the board, and you're trying to get out to these outside islands before other characters do. This is a game where some players have more value than others. So, you know, some some people on this island are just better than others. They just are. Wow. Yeah. It's like the real world. Yeah. So you're trying to save the important people and you're going to have people that die off and they're going to be the less important people. And so thematically, that is quite the shame that that's the way it plays out. But it's still a lot of fun. And I play this game a decent amount. I love it. I love Survive. I did put this like I think it was like on my even though I I really hate the list that I did. I'm, I did we did one list here that I think I, I it was a poopy and I put it on like the party games and it shouldn't have been on there because there's only four players I think or you can is it's it five. five. It is five. It's well it's it's four in the base game and then it's up to that's uh, why six with the expansion. That's why I went ahead and did it. But still, with that being said. Um, I, I had that on there because it is it is a fun game that you can teach to anybody and uh, yeah some people can get it is cutthroat super cutthroat people yeah, can get really high in interaction this in this game which is why I love it so much yeah so it's it's a fun game it's not on my top fifty by any stretch but I still think it's a fun game your list is wrong my list is not good <laughs> all right well let's go um, yeah that that was not a, that segue that was forming in my mind made no sense. So I'm going to just move on without a segue. Number 19 for me. Look at his face. <laughs> I'm waiting to hear it so I can come up with a segue for Dude's you. Dude's face. All right. Um, is it the right season to pick this Is it seasons? Because you can't actually say the name of the uh, game. No, it's Zulkin the Mayan Calendar. Okay. That's a tough one. That's a tough one to come up with. Yeah. yeah anyway, so in Zulkin, it is ranked number 37 overall. By the way, uh, Roll was ranked number 68 overall. Is this boring that my list is high on... You just I think the they're just really... I, I, I just want a board game geek and decide it. I'm just <laughs> going to kind of pick what they everyone says so no one gets mad at my list. Not at all. Love Zulkin. Really the crux of Zulkin, and that's a Luciani and Tassini, Daniele, Tassini game, which those guys are rock and roll, man. Those guys make some awesome games. And I've already mentioned um, Teoda Walken, which that was... Uh, Tassini made that one, right? It wasn't uh, Simone Luciani, I don't think. Anyway... Maybe I'm wrong. But no, I think no, no, I think you're right. I think, I think that that's right. the case. The really crux of this game is this giant gear, and you're putting your workers on these spots, and they're moving up spots um, based on the way the gears turn, but you have to put them on and take them off at the right time. And on your turn, you can only put workers on or take them off. So you're making all these decisions, hoping that you get the workers off on the right action, and there's times when you don't, and it just hoses you. It's a really fun game. Have you played Zulkin, Dean? I have not. And, you know, uh, Tate to Walken is not my favorite game. I still enjoy it. I thought it was fun, but it's not my favorite. Um, but I still really want to try this. I think you would like this, this better, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. They're weighted about the same. There are some things like, and I don't know if this plays out in, in Zulkin, but the way things trigger in Teotihuacan, just something about that turned me off. So It would not be quite like... It would not be like that in Zulkin. I think you would like Zulkin better. I'm not saying that I think that you would love it, but I think you would like it better for sure. Yeah, I need to check this one out. Yep. All right, so my next one on the list is number 19, right? 
is yep. uh, one that John's already mentioned today. This is a Donald X Vaccarino game by Rio Grande Games. That is oh, yeah. Dominion. And I have played a lot of Dominion. My wife and I really enjoy this one. We have some friends that we really enjoy playing this one with. And the thing I really like about this, I don't want to belabor any points that we've already talked about, but I do think this is, I think this is my favorite deck building game, like purely deck building game. Uh, but the thing that I really enjoy about this is there's so many different combinations that you can add into this. And so we have, we don't have all the expansions, but we have a lot of them. I've made this custom so wooden many. box that I've like stained the box. I mean, I've, I've gone all, all out on this game. Uh, I bound the rule books at Staples. Did you really? Yeah, I did. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. It's so. I, at one point, was this your favorite game? I'm just curious. Mm, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. This was one that I got early on to, not as early as Puerto Rico, uh, but not too long after that. This was maybe one of my first like ten games mm. that I got. But yeah, I really, really like Dominion, and I get you know you have the the strategy of of gaining a lot of gold and just buying uh, points. But I still think that that's part of the game, right? So I enjoy it. Yep, I do too, obviously. Yep. All right, my number 18 is ranked uh, 1,122 overall. So definitely, Yowzers. Uh, definitely, uh, I am agreeing with the board game geek community here. <laughs> and that is another Stefan Fell game. And that is Trajan Forum. <laughs> Did you like that? Was that good? I don't appreciate that. Forum, Forum Trajanus. <laughs> you would have messed it up. <laughs> I, I, just, I know you almost did. You hesitated for a second. I think that it's in your in it's in your head now. In your head, because uh. you're like, oh, you think so much about, oh, I don't want to mess up. Anyway, Forum Trajanum, and you know, this just came out last year. Uh, but my wife and I have had a real blast with this. This is probably one of our top games that we play together. Um, which I'll have to admit, that does skew it for me. Whenever my wife really enjoys a game and I get to play it a lot because she does, it goes up the list. You may not I don't like think it. that's a bad thing. I yeah, think and people may not like it. or might, But, I mean, if it, if it wasn't for that, it might not be quite this high. Um, and I actually wrestle in my mind, and it, prob- it could be maybe flip-flopped later on. Like, do I like Trajan better or do I like Forum Trajanum better? Um, but, you know, in Forum Trajanum, we've actually already talked about this. So, I, I guess let's... I don't want to keep belaboring games that we've already talked about, but it's a really fun game. If you haven't, like, I liked this, to me, so much better than Carpe Diem. I'm not pooing on Carpe Diem because I think it's a decent game. But I thought last year, man, Feld came out with a really great game, and there were some people that just loved it, and there were some people that pooed it. And, man, I disagree with those. I think it's with those uh, people that pooed it because I think it's just a fun, fun game. Yep, I agree. All right, my number 18 is one that you do not think is a fun game. And Ooh, that is okay. Cryptid. That is Oh, I don't think I think Cryptid's a fun game. Oh, that's right. You just didn't have it ranked as high as I did. No, I don't I don't yeah. yeah, it's not it's a fun game. It's just not a great game for me. Well, it is a great game. Period. This is by That's definitive. Hal Duncan and uh, Ruth Beavers and the uh, the artist is uh, Quan Chai Moria, which I, I think the art in this is really really great. And it's Osprey, and that name is dope. Osprey, yeah, it is. <laughs> that's a, that, that's a, that's a that's a yeah, that's a dope name. Uh, and that's uh, Osprey Games and Encrypted. We we've, we've talked about this in the podcast. We did a uh, a full review of this a while back. But in this game, it plays up to five players, and you are trying to find out on the board. It's a deduction game. You're trying to find out on the board where this 
mysterious cryptid is located where its habitat is and so you all have these different pieces of information and you're trying to figure out what the other players information pieces are so that you can narrow down what this location is I mentioned this in originally when we did the <laughs> when we did the review of this but I actually the first time I played this I didn't know anything about the game and so when they taught it to me I for some reason had in my mind that this was a cooperative game <laughs> and so when when somebody won like I cheered like yeah we figured it out and they all laughed at me saying no I won <laughs> so anyway this is it's a really really fun game I that had to be a real embarrassing moment <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing is the way they explained it it was not their fault at all i just for some reason had in my mind that we're trying to find out where this cryptid is but nope we're not that is really funny i mean why would you like of course you're going to figure it out eventually right but i didn't know that like i didn't know Did anything there was about like a certain game. amount of turns maybe yeah yeah i thought it. eventually you'd run out of time or something like gotcha, that but, gotcha. that makes sense yeah does it uh, well, I'm just, you know, I'm throwing you a bone over here, man. Trying to be nice. All right, so my number, what are we at? 17 is a game that's similar to a game I've already mentioned. It's an Uwe Rosenberg game. You know, I've said Rosenberg a lot in this list. That's true. I, just as much as Feld, actually. Oh, and I didn't think I true. liked him as, I don't know, but no, I don't know. This is a game that's ranked number 23 overall. It's very similar to Agricola, except for there's a ton of buildings in this game. Um, it is a game that I think is just, and your dwarves. It's a game that I think, uh, when I played it, it's just, I like it a little bit better than Agricola. It's not as tight, but it's really fun. Um, and, that, and I'm talking about tight as in, like, you have to really make those right decisions or you get hosed in the game. And that is Caverna, the Cave Farmers. Oh, yeah. Uh, Caverna. Have you played Caverna before, Dean? No, I have not. I, I, I've I, really had this on my list. I wish think list you would like it. Yeah. You like Agricola? Yeah, I do. I think uh, I do. I, I like Agricola quite a bit. Not in my top 50, but... I think I would probably like Caverna better, I think. I think you would like Caverna better. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I wrestle with it a little bit, but I do. I think overall I do like Caverna better. Um, and I, it, there's just a, there's a, a lot more choices. Um, it's a little bit more forgiving, in my opinion. I could be wrong. Cause people might not agree with that, but I think it's a little more forgiving. Uh, and it is a, it's a really great game. Placing your worker, doing the action, building up, you know, in your cave, and out in your field and it's a fun game man caverna yeah i'll, yeah. I'll say this like, i really desperately have never played a feast for odin and i with like agricola and caverna being this high i think i might really have you played a feast for Odin? i have yeah i've played it once and i i enjoyed it i didn't i didn't love it It didn't give you the feels no but I, i've only played it once and i it's it was not a bad game at all i really enjoyed it but uh there was a lot going on and maybe I wouldn't like it better. No, you would. I think you would. Oh, maybe not better. I think you would really enjoy it. But anyway, I want to try Caverna out. All right, so my number we're 17. At 17, right? Now I'm the one that's See, I know it's because when you go first, you have to know. <laughs> but when you go second, you're relying on the last person. Usually I'm person. looking at a list that's numbered, but right now I'm actually looking at the, the Board Game Geek. Uh, I've got tabs opened up on here. So anyway, this is one that you've already mentioned, so I'm not going to go too much into it. It's uh, uh, Wei Hua. Wong and Thomas Lehman game by Rio Grande Games. Oh. Roll for the Galaxy. Yeah. Again, I just played it yesterday and it just solidifies the fact that I like it. Now, I did just play the base game yesterday and that also solidified that I really like the expansions for this game. Yeah. Both of them. I, I think. like the base game though, but I really do like the yeah, expansions. Yeah, Ambition and Rivalry I think are a lot, a lot of fun. I don't think you have to have Rivalry, but for me, I really enjoy it. So, 
anyway, I would in the future. I didn't. This wasn't my copy of the game that we played, but in the future, I would want to play with with both the other expansions. So, question: Did it go up on your list after playing yesterday? No. Did, uh-uh. So you didn't. You left it kind of. You left it the same. Just yep. curious if you came well, again, back and were like, I, Ugh, a couple mm, notches. No, no, no. And again, I just played the base game. So you know, if I played with all the expansions again, it might you know boost it. I don't think so. That I mean, that's really high. I like yeah. it a lot. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. All right, my number 16 is a game that is ranked 4 overall on Board Game Geek. It man, it 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 takes a goodness gracious, I can't hardly talk. It spans from Moses to Bill Gates. You know what game this is? Uh oh, okay, it just hit me. All right, it's uh the Through the Ages. Through right? the Ages. Yeah. And in Through the Ages, it is a it is the civilization game. I think people would a lot of people would agree with that. And it is a absolute blast, but it takes a long time to play, and you've really got to, uh, I don't know, you you really got to have a I think a good group that wants to play it. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that, then it can be a poopy. If they're a like slog. Uh, a slog, yeah. but if you have a group that's into this game that really enjoys playing it. I think Through the Ages is fun. I also say that I've really enjoyed the app because I can play through Through the Ages and an app in like 30 minutes maybe or something yeah. like that. And I have played it a ton on the app. It's one of my favorite apps, which is why it's also ranked number 16 overall. 8.5 on Board Game Geek, 4 overall. The weight is 4.37. It's one of the heavier games, maybe the heaviest I have on this list. Um, yeah. I really enjoy this game as well, and I, I don't. It's one of those games that if you haven't played in a while, and then you go back and try to play it, you it's it's almost you don't have to reread all of the rules. No, but you have but, to go over. But it. there's a lot of moving parts that that are tough. So uh, it's definitely. I want something more. This is a side note. I want something more out of a Civ game, and I've not played a Civ game that does that. You want something more than what you can get out of this? Uh huh. Really? Something that, and it's not that, I think Through the Ages is a thematic game, but I want something, and I haven't played uh, Civilization, which has that exploration piece, which is, you know, that's a piece that I really gotcha. want in a Civ game. Uh, but I used to play Civilization, the computer game, all the time. And you loved it. All the time, and I loved it so much. But I haven't been able to find that in a board game setting. And again, I haven't played, I've played Civilization and New Dawn, which does not do that at all. Through the Ages does that probably better than any one that I've played but it's still it's just not what exactly what I want does that make I, sense I, yeah I did I, well I I think it's a lot of what I want the only thing I would say is could you tighten up the time maybe or something like that in the game because here's the thing I this is ranked number 16 overall I don't own it you know why because I don't think I'd ever play it yeah I just and it's not and I, I wouldn't and I just don't want to have games in my collection just because they're in my collection because I'm trying to keep my collection not 300 games yeah you know, I don't want, uh-huh. I don't really don't want to go there so um yeah I'm I, I don't know I, I've thought about getting it and I may but I feel like I'll get it and play one time and probably never play it again with my copy of the that's, game that's probably the, right the people that I would play with probably already have a copy so yeah <laughs> you know it is what it is hey want to talk about another civilization game uh do I want to talk about Gintis yes oh Oh yeah, man, that's no fair. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Gentis is. I know it is. <laughs> uh, Gentis is my number sixteen game. We've already talked about this a bunch. Love this game so much. The thing, okay, 
going back to what I'm saying that I, you know, there's not a civilization game that has everything that I want. This is a good example of it. This has really fun action selection uh, mechanisms in the game, but the the theme isn't. Yeah. You know, it's not there. It doesn't build. Yeah. It does, to me. I just. I mean, I'm it almost, builds points, but it doesn't build like thematically. It doesn't. Really I just build. don't. You know, as as we've talked about it, I don't even think it's a Civ game, really. I mean, is it? Yeah. You're really going. You're really building. I mean, like a. I it don't is. Know. It is a Civ game, but it's not. It's again. It's not a super thematic. Yeah. Civ game. Maybe you're right. Oh, I'm. I'm definitely right. I. I, I don't know. Like it's just <laughs> like you. You don't really. You're building a little bit of something, but not really. Yeah. A lot. It, it. It doesn't. You know. It's you're funny that I'm on. the one that's defending this when I'm such the thematic guy. Um. But I, you're right. I mean, I, I. I get what you're saying, and I. I agree with you mostly, but I don't know what other category I would put it in. Yeah, you may. I, I don't disagree with that, but I just. I yeah. Anyway, but it's a really fun game because it was really high on my list. Yeah. All right. Because it's not a fun game if it's not really high on my list. Apparently. <laughs> the jokes, the definitive jokes, me down. All right, my number fifteen. As we move along, is a game that came out last year. I think this is really high on Dean's list. I could be wrong. It's ranked 44 overall. It has the cutest little woodland creatures and it's by Cole Worley. And Dean knows exactly what that is now. I don't actually I don't want to say a single thing about this game. Wow. Yeah. Okay, well it's root if those who don't if those who don't know don't know. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know, um, Root is an asymmetric game where you're these woodland creatures and you're these different factions and you're battling against one another. And and he just did a really good job on this game. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pause too. And I'm not going to talk anymore about it because I'm assuming that means it's higher on your list. Let's talk about it when we get on. <laughs> let's talk about when we get on to your list. How about yeah, that? Yeah, we also we did a video of this. If you want to go back and look at our thoughts, although I think my thoughts may have been wrong potentially. Wow. All maybe, right. Maybe good. Maybe bad. All we'll right. See. Number fifteen. So it's higher than fifteen. Wow. We really like this game. Yeah. As a couple, Dean. <laughs> All right. I don't know how to move on from that. I don't know. It cr- probably creeps my wife out. When it, I, she it, listens. I'm I'm creeped out. Yeah. Me too. Actually. All right. This game is a game that will be higher on your list. I feel very confident in that. This is my number 15 game. It is by Jacob Fr- Frizelius and ah. uh, art by Isaac Frizelius. And this is by Stronghold Games. That is... I mean, there's no doubt in my mind. Terraforming you- <laughs> Mars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think you have this pretty high on your list. Uh, again, another make- Euro thematic game crosses off both of those you know checks off both of those yeah. lists um terraforming mars is a uh, it's a it's a essentially a card game it has a board where you are building up you know you are terraforming mars and you see this thing unfolding on the board which is really cool and i've got the the 3d printed pieces of this that are printed out it makes it look even cooler i think but uh but the card play is really just the heart the of this of game it, yeah. yeah so you're uh when you've played this game a little bit you you draft cards and then you are uh paying the cost to play these cards out that uh again kind of build up and terraform mars but you're also you're you're moving up on the the temperature track and you're gaining more oxygen as the board builds out feels very thematic Love it. It's a great game. I mean, there's a reason it's ranked so high and so many people talk about Terraforming Mars. I, I'll, it, it's definitely higher on my list, and I'll talk about it more when I get there. But and I've, such the funny thing game. is I've only played the base game. and I'm uh, You I've, haven't even played Prelude? No. I have Prelude, but I haven't had a chance to play it yet. So 
Uh, I've played it since I've got Prelude, but I haven't, for some reason, we didn't play with it. Anyway, I, but I think that with the expansions, I would really, really love it even more. But, oh, yeah. Uh, it's just a fun, fun game. Good. All right. Oot. That is number 15 for you, right? 15. All right. So number 14, I think, is definitely higher on Dean's list as well. So here we go. We're both saying games Stealing now. Stealing my thunder. That are saying, oh, this game's higher on his list. <laughs> and that is Imperial Settlers. Maybe. Yeah, right. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> this is one Dean really likes. And I'm going to say this. This is one for me that I have played now, Empires of the North. Um. And I think I'm not 100 percent sure because I only played Empires of the North twice. We, uh, by the way, we've done a YouTube video, and by the time this releases, the YouTube video will be posted, I believe, of Empires of the North. Um, I think it is my favorite version of Imperial Settlers. I think I like it better than the original. Okay, um, but I'm not 100 percent sure about that. Um, but Imperial Settlers, yeah, man, you're these different factions. You are, it's very, if you've played Everdell before, it has a similar feel, in my opinion, where you're paying resources to build these different buildings. Um, you're trying to score as many points as you can. And in this game, you can even be nasty if you want to and destroy other people's buildings. That's the, now I'll say that, that is the original Imperial Settlers and Empires of the North. You can't be, you're not quite as nasty. That's right. And there's even more going on, but I'm not, I don't really want to talk about that. Uh, and I won't say much more here because Dean will, I'm sure that he is going to talk about this later on. That is Ignacy Chevy Chet game, by the way. You don't, you don't know me. Oh, I know you. <laughs> I know you. We'll see. All right, so one that we've already talked about today, uh, Richard Breeze, Sebastian uh, Blaisdale, R&D Games. That is Keyflower for me at number, what spot are we at right now? Number Four, 14? 14. Number 14, Keyflower. I once described this game as uh, just a really relaxing game, one that uh, just makes me feel mellow when I play this game. I love it. I love Keyflower and the funny thing is, it makes me feel, you know, it's a relaxing game to me. But there is some cutthroatiness in this game. There's a ton and, of cutthroatiness. Yeah. And, and, and I'm, trying, you, I'm, I'm trying, I'm literally sitting back going, why do you feel mellow while you play this game? I just game? do. I don't know what it is about this game, but I just, I really, I mean, I know why I like it, but I, I don't know why it makes me feel that way. Because there is so much cutthroated nature of this game. Yeah, because, I mean, you got to get them tiles. Yeah. Yep, and you you know you can play on other players' tiles and stuff like that. But it's just I don't know. It's it's a cool, it's a cool game. The way I, the one one thing I really enjoy about it besides like the auction piece, I love the auction piece. But I really enjoy the way that like when you flip the tiles over, you can upgrade the tiles. I think that's great yeah. the way you place Upgrades the tiles. Upgrades are fun. Yeah, but also, dude, you can people can get on your tiles, which is cutthroaty and annoying too. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't see how you're mellow during Keyflower. I just like it. I like it a lot again. All right, there All right. you go. You're number 13. You know whenever someone tells a joke that wasn't funny and then they keep telling it in a movie? I'm thinking that we're borderlining that, Dean. <laughs> if you can't laugh at a Dumb and Dumber quote, <laughs> I don't, I'm just going to stop that sentence there. Yeah, that's right. You, <laughs> no. That might show up on my top 10 movies of all time, maybe. Man, I've seen that a ton. Mm-hmm. All right, so my number, th- what am I at, 13? Yes, 13 is a game that is ranked number 34 overall. I know for a fact it's been ranked higher. It's been out since 2004, and it is Freedom and Freeze's greatest game. This is pretty high on my list. Are you surprised that it's number 13 overall for me? You're talking about Power Grid? Yeah, Power Grid. No, I'm not. I know you love this game. I really like this game as well. Yeah, this is a game that I remember the 
first time I played Power Grid, I was I was disappointed in Power Grid. I remember thinking like, man, all the people have been talking about this game. And, and the reason I was disappointed, and I still think this is part of the game, is I think though they try to have the catch-up mechanism in Power Grid, if you get behind a decent amount, it is very difficult to catch up unless you're playing with people who don't know what they're doing. Right. Um, but this game, but when you do play with a group of people who know what's going on, you're all playing. I played this on 4th of July, which wasn't too long ago. And my wife, I played with my wife and my two brother-in-laws, and three of us were within a point. I mean, it was like so tight. And you play for like two hours of this game. And we were both, we were all three within one point of each other, and my brother-in-law won. And it's just fun, man. I like like the auction and you're trying to bid on these tiles and you don't want to overpay um, and you're trying to get the right combinations of um, the power stations and all this stuff. Anyways, I love Power Grid. It's fun. Yeah, I can see myself liking this more if I played it more, but uh, yeah, I've played, I've only played this like twice, I think, but one of those games, we knew who the winner was going to be really early on, really early on, and that soured it not really because i still really enjoyed the play of it and i can see like i know that that's probably not always the case yeah as you as you play with people who are more on par with you that probably changes but. yeah one of my brother-in-laws got he made some interesting decisions it's actually brothers-in-law brothers-in-law what did i say brother-in-laws mm-hmm. brother-in-laws one of my brother-in-laws <laughs> um made some interesting decisions early in the game and got behind by several points or whatever uh, and he just could not catch up the rest of the game. Yeah. It was probably because of the rest of us just play the game excellently. Yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. kidding. That was a joke. No, I mean, it, it, I, I know it's a joke, but it is, you know, there is truth to that, that you just, like, if you know the game, you're going to play better than somebody who doesn't. Yeah. All right, so we are at number 13, 13. right? And this is a game that we have also reviewed on the show, uh, a game that just came out last year in 2018. It is a... Hervé uh, Lamatre and uh, artist is Ronald McDonald, Colossal Games. It is Western Legends. Wow! Western Legends! That is this number 13? Oh, yeah. I love this game. I want a Big Mac now. That's. <laughs> I really, really love... Ronald McDonald. No. I love Western Legends. I love wow, okay. how thematic this game is. You actually, when we reviewed this, you really liked it, but then you played it again after that. I liked it better. And you liked it better. Yeah, I mean, it's like a 7.5 for me, which is still a really good game, really mm-hmm. good score. Like I, I, And I'll stick with that. It absolutely depends on the groups that you're playing with, though. Yeah. I have played a game of this where it was not fun, really. It wasn't that fun because no one was really thematically into it. Yeah, They liked the game, and we were like, oh, cool, but no one was... Johnny West, you know, or whatever. So, yeah, yep. But that's my number thirteen. I love it. Western Legends, super thematic, running around doing all these cool, crazy old West pew, things, pew, pew, pew. shooting off laser guns. That's not accurate at all. All right, so my number twelve game is ranked nineteen overall. It is a Jamie Stegmeyer game that I remember the first time I played it. It, I just remember going, wow, this game has been out since 2015. Actually, it almost feels like it's been out longer in the board game world now, Dean. Three or four years seems like such a long time. It is. And it that game is Viticulture. Yep. This was on my list already. Yeah. I didn't realize it was rated that high. 
Man, that's crazy. Stonemaier Games has at least three games in the top 50. Yeah, rated 19 overall and number 12 on my list, more importantly, Dean. Yes. <laughs> more importantly than the Board Game Geek community. And in Viticulture, you, uh, I love the theme. You are winemakers, and you're planting your uh, grapevines, and you're harvesting them, and you're trying to do better than your opponents and be more efficient, and you're making wine, and you're selling it, and it's just a really fun game and this is actually one of those Dean this is a game that I feel kind of zen uh, you're saying kind of mellow when you play there definitely is some the cutthroaty I mean there's definitely the part where you're playing a worker placement game so someone can take your spot and you're like dang but it's just a fun game that I really get into the theme of is why it is so high if it wasn't this theme I don't know if it would be this high for me. I just think it's fun. It is a lot of fun. And that, that Grande Worker really does change it up. And That's the, true. The, the Because you can place in spots that are already taken. Yeah. The, the Tuscany expansion for this really just ramps it up a notch. Although, just the base game, especially like the, really the essential edition with comes with those, uh, the Mamas and Papas yep. expansion. And so... Uh, yeah, I love this. I have the uh, collector's edition of this, so it has both of those. But it's I like don't a- have the Tuscany. I don't own the Tuscany uh, expansion, which I was looking at the other day going, why don't I? Because this is so high on my list. Right, right. So that's either going to be purchased soon or, um, I guess, put on my Christmas list, and we'll be here before you know it. That's right. ton of fun. I enjoy it. My number 12 is a game that John, I don't believe, has played, but I think he would really, really like this. This is another Eric Lang game. How oh, about my that? goodness. Another one. You're talking about my failed love. <laughs> By Come On Limited Games, and this is uh, Edgar uh, Skomorowski. Skomorowski and Adrian Smith art on this. It's very grotesque art and in the sculptures and all that. This is Rising Sun. Rising Sun. All right. The predecessor to Blood Rage. And Blood I've Rage never played it. Rising Sun. Okay. And that makes me sad. Yep, yep. I know you hadn't, but I will teach you this game to you because I think you would really enjoy we'll it. We'll probably but it's, never play. It's a, no, we will. It's a <laughs> dudes on the map game where you are uh, trying to um, take over feudal Japan and like, you know, but you have all these monsters that you're recruiting into the into the mix. I have the, the full-blown Kickstarter version of this, and this is a really, really fun game. Have you painted it? Uh, I've painted... A lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's part of the reason why you haven't played it is because I wanted to have it all painted up first. It's a lot of stuff to paint, though. So I've seen it on the table many a times and went, wow, that's an impressive game on the table, for sure. It is. And yeah. I would like to I would like to play it. Yeah, I really, really enjoy this. I want to play more of it. I, I think, um, for me, it's maybe it's not as good of a game as Blood Rage. Maybe. I don't know. When we'll find we, out. Are we going to throw those down one day? Yeah, we will. Eventually, yeah. we'll do a throwdown of this showdown. Showdown. Showdown in Meepletown. Showdown in Meepletown between Blood Rage and, and Rising, Rising Sun. Sun. And now they just announced the the third in the trilogy, which is uh, Ankh, Ankh, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I'm, I'm pumped to try that one out, too. I've seen some of the sculptures on that, uh, some of the miniatures. They look pretty fantastic, but it won't release until next year, I think. Yep, I Ankh to try that. It, I don't like, even know odd, what that means. Odd? I know, I was trying really hard. That's, that was that was quite I, the stretch. It's, it's not, actually. That was accurate. My number 11 is a game that I think that it's definitely higher on your list. It's one of your favorite games, I think. Um, It's ranked 15 overall, and it is apparently, at the moment, my favorite uh, Stefan Feld game. So this will be the end of Stefan Feld's on my list, I think. I should probably go back and look at the rest of my games here. Uh, I'm pretty sure that it 
is, and that is what game, Dean? Castles of Burgundy. The is. Castles of Burgundy. Mm-hmm. You wanted it to be higher. You're you look stealing, disappointed. I mean, I'm just saying, you might be stealing all of the thunder of my top ten. You keep doing it, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe not. Maybe Castles of Burgundy is not even on your list. Maybe. It could be. It's a dumb game. I'll tell you what. It's not. I I, I'm telling it. you, in Castles of Burgundy, I mean, you have these hex tiles, and you're putting them onto your board by rolling dice and picking which action you want to do based on the dice that you roll. The mechanics of Castles of Burgundy are ultra simple. The complexity comes in, which tiles do you take? And there are a lot of buildings in this game. There are. Which is why it actually slipped out of my top ten. It was in my top ten for a while, but I remember I played it like maybe a month ago when I went, dang it. You know, as many times as I've played this game, I have to keep going back to that stinking uh, rule book to look at what all these buildings do. And I wish that there was um, a better cheat sheet. And I need to just laminate it and print them off and hand them to every That's player. That's what I do, yeah. And I haven't done that. And I wish they would have done that in the game, but it is Ravensburger, and they usually don't have the greatest components. But the games are cheap. Yeah. So yeah, that's exactly that's right. That's positive. No, they're having a, a new version of this coming out where they're just throwing everything in the kitchen sink in the box. You're buying is, it. I don't know. Wow, I don't know. okay. I don't, you know, I have a couple of the expansions for this, but not a lot. Maybe like one or maybe two. I can't remember now. I just, I don't know if I need them. Yeah. I think the base game is just perfectly fine. Oh, I think it is too. And all the expansion stuff is just mini, mini stuff. There are some extra boards that I have that I think that's fun, but yep. I might enjoy this game a lot. We'll there see. you go. All right, my number eleven is one that uh, is on higher on my list. No, it's not. I'm but just you kidding. do. You have played this, and I think you like it. It's a two-player only game. Maybe, maybe my highest two-player only game. Another Eric Lang game. Mike Elliott and Eric me? Lang by Wizkid Games. That is. You want to guess? An Eric Lang two-player game. Are you sure that I've played this? Yeah, you have. You've played with uh, at least one of your sons. With one of my sons. Oh, I know what this is. Dice Sorry. Masters. Dice Masters. Yeah. Yeah. Dice Masters is a uh, uh, another bag number building. Number 11? Huh? Number 11. Yeah. <laughs> it's number 11. It's a great game. It's I don't amazing. really like it very much. This is one of my wife's, uh, my wife and I's favorite games. Really? One of them, yeah. I did not get the feels on this one. I, I mean, there are people that love this game, and I remember, I've played it Smart multiple people like times now, and I just don't even like it. Like, it's like, eh. <laughs> Well, you're wrong. But it, <laughs> so I love building up your team, and then you are uh, you're. It's a dice builder, kind of like a bag builder, deck builder kind of thing, and you are uh, you're rolling dice, and then you can get uh, these uh, the the right dice will give you um, energy to be able to buy different dice, and then you also attack with those dice if you roll them. It's a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. I've got. Um, I, I stopped like after the maybe third set or something like that. So, I, but I have like Avengers, X Men, Uncanny, all those, and then some DC stuff, and then yeah, I really enjoy it. I but we like we like uh, like the superhero type theme in games. So yeah, I remember when I posted like my first picture a month or two ago. I hadn't played it since until like maybe May or something or June, and I posted a picture um, somewhere, and it was like. I got these comments like "Welcome to the addiction," and I'm like, "Nope, not not having it." This is actually the one that we probably disagree about the most about on our list right now. That's probably right. Yeah, yeah, I really, really enjoy this one, but I also yeah. I like I, legendary I understand, a lot. I understand like the collectible nature and some of the stuff, but I don't I know wish what it, it was. Yeah. I don't know what it was about the game. I was just like, I have no desire to play this game again. I wish this was more of like that living card game model than the CCG, but yeah. 
but it's still yeah i i still love the mechanics of this game i think it's a blast there you go well that's it yep that is it. Oh, that's it. That's the entire I was trying list. to throw it over to you, Dean. I was trying to segue it to you. I thought we had one more. There we go. Let's yeah. just go into our top ten. <laughs> no, we'll do that next time. All right, but that is, uh, wow, that was a lot of games that we covered. This is one of the longer episodes that we've had. Uh, next episode, we're going to get to our top ten. Then we're going to be doing a full-blown review of TBD. We'll see. Yeah, well, something. <laughs> of something really good, maybe, potentially. Maybe. All right, John, why don't you tell people how they can get in touch with us? All right, we are on Instagram, we are on Twitter, we're on Facebook. On all those, we're at Meeple Town Games. We also mentioned in this episode the few videos that we've come out with and are coming out with um, recently, and that is Meeple Town. So just look up Meeple Town on YouTube. And we're also Board Game Geek Guild 3407. That's right. All right, and that's going to do it for episode number 21. Thanks for coming down to Meeple Town. Mm-hmm.